every Shabbat, and so you know this, and some of you come sporadically, and we're always glad to see you, even if you just come once a year. And we've had the sermons these past Friday nights have all been very, very topical about the events of the day, and every single time a rabbi gets up and gives a sermon, there's always one person who says, ah, oh, it's so great, and another person says, ah! Oh. And I just say, if you didn't like the sermon, just come next week. At a ridiculously early hour tomorrow, Rabbi Jason Rodich and his husband Fran and I will head out to the airport to lead our annual eighth grade trip to Los Angeles. We will celebrate Shabbat on the beach. We will visit Beit Teshuvah, a Jewish residential treatment center for recovering addicts. Our eighth graders will spend time on the streets of Jewish LA, perusing delis and Jewish bookstores. We will have a guided tour of the Museum of Tolerance. And yes, we will all go to Disneyland. <laughs> the kids will bond and have a fabulous time and at the end surprise us as they do each year by saying that the Addiction Center, or the museum, and not Disneyland, was the highlight of the trip for them. I think I met you, Margot, on our eighth grade trip, right? A few years ago when we got here. In 10th grade, they will all travel with Rabbi Jonathan for a one-of-a-kind tour of New York City. And in 12th grade, Rabbi Bauer will take the kids to an APAC conference in DC to learn how to be an advocate. I will grumble when my alarm goes off at six o'clock tomorrow morning. But the truth is that these fun peer bonding trips serve as the carrot to compel our kids to continue their Jewish education post bar and bat mitzvah. Stay in eighth grade, go to Disneyland with your friends. Stay in 10th, go to see a Broadway show and Ellis Island. Keeping kids connected to their synagogue and Jewish learning post bar and bat mitzvah is a national and ongoing challenge. Even with the trip incentives of the 70 kids who became bar bat mitzvah here last year, 22 are going on the trip to Los Angeles. And even with a few who are in eighth grade but not able to make the trip, the percentages of kids who continue post B'nai Mitzvah is low here and all around the country. And why do we care? Pre-K through 12th grade religious school is our process for Jewish identity formation. From pre-K through 7th grade, kids learn the fundamentals of Bible stories, holidays in Jewish history. But the real Jewish educational fund does not begin until eighth grade, when our students are old enough to consider Jewish values as a bedrock of personal decision-making. And then a serious study of the Holocaust in ninth grade, not as history or civics, but as their sacred obligation to remember and learn the lessons of the Shoah. 
Rabbi Jonathan teaches 10th graders to grapple with their own theology and with American Jewish history and identity. Rabbi Fenvez does a whole comparative religious study with 11th grade, taking them to mosques, churches, and Buddhist temples. And Rabbi Bauer teaches 12th graders how to pack Jewishly, materially, spiritually, and intellectually for college and beyond. Judaism is transmitted from generation to generation. We live in a time and place where embrace and practice of Jewish identities and values is as much a personal choice as anything else. If we do not find better ways to keep more of our kids connected to Jewish learning through 12th grade, and if we don't teach what Judaism has to offer in a compelling enough fashion, we cannot have reason to hope for the survival, not only of Judaism and Jewish peoples, but of progressive forms of Judaism, currently the most popular brand of Jewish living in our time. Judaism is based on the powerful notion that every human being is created in the divine image. Ethical monotheism was Judaism's gift to the world, the concept that we are not ruled by capricious gods who mess with us for the fun of it. What is hateful to you, do not do to another. That is our Torah. Taking responsibility for the stranger, the widow, and the orphan is an obligation, not an activity. That's our Torah. Living in secular America with its focus on material pursuit of the good life Judaism offers a much-needed counterbalance by focusing on the spiritual needs of the soul, the intellectual needs of our brains, and the necessary task of repairing this world. In yesteryear, Jews were segregated from the rest of the population. Inculcation of Jewish ideas and practices was automatic. Now we live fully immersed in the broader culture, if our children will have any Jewish knowledge, if they will know how to live as a Jew with lenses that see the world through our responsibility as God's partners, they will need intentional Jewish homes, Jewish camps, and a full Jewish education. Post-bar and bat mitzvah religious education will always be a challenge. It will always be the extra in the lives of busy Americans. Most parents are willing to push it through bar or bat mitzvah, but lose steam after and get caught up in the need for their child to be highly competitive for high school and college. Jewish education no longer seems as important as competitive sports or high academic achievement, even though our kids who come here through 12th grade seem to do extremely well in their college selection and beyond. But the Jewish values that will guide our children's entire lives are absolutely essential. It takes an entire congregation 
that supports the highest level of teaching we can offer. It takes adults who do not have any children or whose children are all grown up to care about the overall quality of this vital aspect of temple. It takes parents who may enter our program thinking, just a bar bat mitzvah, but will be compelled by us to see the value of a post bar and bat mitzvah Jewish education. Sometimes in synagogue, we segment ourselves. Oh, I just do social justice at Emmanuel, or I only come to services. But a great congregation is the sum of its parts. I think we have work to do and can do a better job making sure that we are a highly engaged and both joyful and serious place of learning. We do not aspire to become merely a bar or bat mitzvah factory. Not long ago, and maybe still in some parts of the country, rabbis and Jewish educators argued that Jewish education was a matter of Jewish survival. And there may be truth there. But survival in and of itself is not reason enough. We, all of us, have to believe that accumulated centuries of Jewish wisdom have something valuable to offer both the individual Jew in terms of meaning, direction, and purpose, and also in terms of the contribution that Jews in Judaism have always made and continue to make to the broader civilization. I asked our eighth graders two weeks ago if they think Judaism will still be in existence a few centuries from now. And one of our students answered, I suppose that depends entirely on each one of us. And I say, Amen. We turn to the Alenu on page 282. Alenu, it is up.